Hi, I'm Rena, compulsive overeater. To get out the numbers, first of all, I've been in program since 1987. Thank you for the grace of God. I have 35 years of abstinence, and uh, I've lost 75 pounds and kept it off. Uh, I start with my early uh, years. I grew up in the Bronx, and uh, I was a, the word chubby was used in my family. Uh, that was introduced to me later on. But chubby, uh, grandchild, uh, one of the first grandchildren, and um, I had very pudgy thighs and a round face and curly brown hair, and I was very cute. And cute lasted a while, and then it developed into putting weight on. And uh, I don't remember, you know, overeating, but I'm sure that's what caused the weight gain. And I was given anything I wanted to eat. Uh, so I learned early on uh, how to manipulate and how to manipulate food and get what I, I needed and what I wanted. But um, I grew up in a household. My father was a raging alcoholic. And the household, other than his uh, violent uh, outbursts, and... Uh, was pretty silent and uh, I didn't learn how to communicate with people I didn't know how to share any feelings I didn't even know what a feeling was I, I didn't know how to develop into being a woman my mother never taught me and uh, my father was uh, um, as I said violent and he would call me a, a fat pig and, and a fat slob and uh, would use the C word very often to ridicule me and I was very, very frightened of him and hated him. And only in the last uh, two or three years upon taking the steps once again, I was able to forgive him uh, because of his very small life and he was mentally ill. And later in, in life, I realized that I was mentally ill as well. So I was able to forgive his behavior. But it, it took a lot of work and a lot of uh, spiritual cleansing to do that. Um, Okay, so um, I became cute, I was cute, and then I started putting on the weight. And I looked different than other people because I couldn't wear um, cute little clothes that my classmates wore and friends wore. Uh, I went to a store in Los Angeles called uh, Lane Bryan. Some of you might have heard of it. Maybe it's nationwide, I don't know. And uh, Chabette was the name of the, the, the uh, size that I wore. And uh, I remember my mother had picked, picked up a pair of pants and uh, held it up, and I held it up the, the wide way, and I saw how huge the pants were. And I still feel the embarrassment to this day how she showed other people how big I was. And uh, I didn't know where to go with those feelings. I took them within, and um, I... Uh, was a depressed little girl. I was happy in many ways because I wore a, a face so others really wouldn't see what was going on inside of me. The, 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 the hate I had for my father and just feeling not, not normal, whatever normal was. Uh, we didn't share. We didn't talk. And uh, I didn't have any curfew. I can come home whenever I wanted. And uh, it, it just uh, was a, a, a very unhappy time. Anyway, I grew up and still wearing, you know, the, the chubbets turned into, you know, larger sizes. And 
during my uh, early years, you know, maybe in my early 20s, I would gain uh, 30 to 40 pounds a, a, a year and lose it and gain it and lose it and gain it and lose it. And I um, wouldn't let my friends uh, see me eat only if I was high on weed or uh, alcohol. Uh, would I eat with people or overeat? But mainly I isolated. And I, I tried many diets, and uh, like most of you have, and worked for a while and then stopped working. And I tried um, um, weigh, weigh as you go or pay as you weigh or, or whatever it's called. And when I would lose weight, I would, um, I just want to turn the, the heat off in the house. It's getting warm. Uh, when I would lose weight, I'd go out and binge, and when I would gain weight, I would uh, go out and binge as well. So something was definitely wrong with my thinking, but I didn't know what was wrong with me. I really didn't. I just know I liked sweets, and I overate, and this is my yo-yo, dieting, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, and that's how I lived. And uh, if I was in conversation with someone over lunch or dinner, and uh, I got the... Uh, compulsion. I wanted something, either that was on the table or someone else on the next table had it. Uh, I would tune out the person and um, very selfish. I didn't realize my selfishness until I started inventory. And um, I would block them out because I was so into my obsession about the food. And uh, so I didn't hear what they had to say. I blocked them out. And more times than not, when I had the obsession, I would stop on the way home and start eating in the car. And uh, that, that, that's how I lived. You know, pretty often that was my, my routine. And uh, a specific issue uh, growing up was uh, where, where at first, my first early memories of, of being uh, different and fat was my legs, I told you I had pudgy thighs. Well, as I was growing up into my uh, under age 10, maybe age six, seven, eight, in New York, the summers were very hot. And I'd wear shorts and my thighs would rub together and I'd wear the, 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 the inner uh, uh, lining or the, the inner uh, uh, part of my um, uh, shorts would get very thin and because uh, my thighs were so heavy and I'd rub against them and they'd bleed and they'd hurt and I'd cry and I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was just so embarrassed. My mother never said anything when she washed my clothes, but I knew that something was very wrong and uh, I didn't know where to go with the feelings because we didn't talk in the house and uh, so I probably, you know, just ate more and just uh, swallowed the feelings and uh, so the diet didn't work and I was suffering from mental illness and it wasn't really uh, didn't really show up until my early 20s and I've had four long-term hospitalizations and um, 30 shock treatments so my history around that was very dark and um, I suffered from rumination and that's an obsession of the mind and that's what we suffer from being compulsive overeaters or alcoholics. And uh, I would start uh, 
dwelling on what someone said or how I should respond or who I should call and what I should say. And, and I go through my mind different scenarios of, of what I should say and what I expect the other person to say. Anyway, this went on all the time. I was never spontaneous. I, I was just so stuck in my mind and so frightened of being in the world and, and what other people would, would think of me and say to me. Uh, pretty, pretty tortured, you know, and I went to the food because the food worked for a very long time. It gave me peace and calmness and a sense of, 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 of serenity, although serenity I didn't know until I started working the program what really serenity was, which was not what I was getting when I was eating. But I, I would get a sense of relief as soon as I put something in my mouth. But the, 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 uh, the diet stopped working. Uh, uh, I still would, uh, you know, I, I would uh, not eat, you know, uh, breakfast and lunch and I'd eat a big dinner or I'd eat lunch and no dinner. You know, I tried all different scenarios, you know, to get the weight off. Uh, and restricting food, I, I did that. People talk about that. And... Uh, so up 30, 40 pounds, losing 30, 40 pounds. My highest weight was 200. I'm 125 now. I'm 5'5", five five, so I'm a good weight now. So um, the rumination, which I was talking about, the obsession of the mind, uh, is what we suffer from. The big book talks about the allergy of the body and the obsession of the mind. And I can't have just one of anything that sets me off, my, my binge foods, my trigger foods. Uh, I have to stay away from that because I can't I have no control. My body doesn't tolerate it and I can't stop. And uh, the big book talks about the, uh, um, besides the obsession of the mind, the, uh, we don't remember, we have a mental twist. It talks about a mental twist. We're different than other people. I was unable to uh, stop, uh, like, I, like I said, once I started eating. And I didn't remember the last binge, not to the extent of the humiliation and the self-hatred and the self-loathing and the um, uh, protruded stomach and the hard stomach and the backache and the nausea and, and uh, I'll never do it again. Uh, you know, I, I didn't remember the extent. If I was a healthy normal person I would not, not do that behavior but I'm not I'm different than other people and uh, I would go back and back and back and back and back so uh, when I binged I wouldn't go out I, unlike some other people that go out and get more food I was so sick from what I had eaten that I, I couldn't put on my clothes you know as I said my stomach was protruded and hard and my back hurt I would just wait to pass out. And as time went on, the food stopped working. It didn't give me the peace or solace that it once did. I needed more, like the addict who needs more, more of a fix. And I needed more. And uh, it stopped working. And I started taking uh, heavy doses of Valium to pass out. And I got addicted to Valium. So that was a hard road to get off that. So uh, it really took its toll on me. And uh, 
I would binge uh, Friday, Saturday, get clean on Sunday for work on Monday, and I always had high-profile jobs, and mainly in advertising, and I was a, uh, I'm now a, a dog walker, a pet sitter, which I love for the last 30 years, but uh, high-profile, and I always had to look good and spend a lot on clothes, and uh, the binging, uh, so the food stopped working, and uh, the binging became more often rather than Friday and Saturday. It might be started on a Wednesday. Sometimes I'd miss work. And at work, there were times when, I, not every day, but I would get in my mind or something would be bothering me, which was rumination. I didn't know how to be in the world very good, although I was good at my job. Uh, on a social level, I was, I was really uh, uh, debilitated. Because I started eating at a very early age, and I think that's the age that I stopped growing emotionally. And uh, so I get the thought in my head that I had to have my fix uh, as soon as I got off work. So I get a sense of calmness at the office, and at 5 o'clock I zoom out of the place, get in the car, run to the market, and start throwing my binge foods in my cart. And I throw in cottage cheese and skim milk, and I, I think uh, everyone thinks I'm a fat pig. And no one could care less. No one looked at me. It was me that had the self-hatred and the embarrassment and, and the self-loathing. And I couldn't stop myself. Once I had the, uh, that compulsion, I couldn't stop. And I get at the check stand, and I was very irritable because people were in front of me and annoyed me. Very irritable and discontented that the good book talks about and would say, well, Debbie, I hope she likes this kind of so-and-so uh, uh, because I bought so much crap that I, I had so much embarrassment. I, 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 I couldn't stand it. So I would come up with different lies to uh, compensate for the amount of food that I put in my cart. And I started eating in the car and um, when the food was gone, uh, it was gone. Sometimes I, I'd open up dry cereal and eat that. I wouldn't even, just to fill the void, the hole inside. I was so empty and so, I had no God. I had no sense of self. And the more I ate, the less sense of self I you had. You have five minutes, Raina. Thank you, Beverly. Okay. And uh, so, that, as I said, I didn't go out after uh, a binge. But that day, I had a therapy appointment. I'd been in therapy two and a half years, and the therapist had really fixed me. She told me what to say to people. I demanded that, what to say to bosses, what to say to uh, coworkers, what to say to friends. I'd write things down because I couldn't cope. And uh, I was not in touch with any feelings. And I, for the grace of God, I went for therapy that night after a binge, and I threw up in her wastebasket, and I started to cry. I said, you don't know this about me, but I've been seeing you almost three years, and I can't stop eating. And she uh, told me about OA, and I started going to meetings, and I sat in the back, and I heard people share and talk about their eating behavior, and I identified. I thought, oh, my God, they're like me. I'm like them. You know, there is something wrong with me, but, but there's hope. And I had no hope. I was desperate. When I came in, I was on my knees. Uh, I was going to kill myself if I had the nerve because I was mentally ill. And 
one thing I want to say about the mental illness, um, whatever started first, the eating started or the mental illness started, uh, um, the depression, uh, is pretty much gone, having worked the steps and, and being out service. Um, I no longer have the deep depressions or the highs. Um, yeah, it's quite a miracle. I take one antidepressant and um, most days I'm really very happy, joyous, and free. And I work the steps. I work with other people. I work the steps again when COVID hit and got a new sponsor and worked the steps quickly and um, sponsor and do service and moderate as I'm moderating tonight. And I, I, I give back uh, what I've learned and what, what I've received. And I have sponsees that are suffering from mental illness, and I'm able to relate and support them. I don't give advice. I just listen and give support. And that's what we're here for. And I do a 10th, 11th, and 12th step. I give it away to my sponsor every night, and I write down if I'm resentful. And I don't have the ruminations anymore. And, and that's the biggest gift of the program, besides the weight loss and the abstinence and the spirituality. I no longer have that mental twist, that craziness going on, thinking about what you're thinking and what I should say and how to be in the world. I no longer have to wake up in the middle of the night in terror. Uh, the program works. And therapy works too. And many times, hand in hand, it works together. But the 12-step program is extraordinary. And with that, I'll pass. I'm a recovered sponsor, uh, OA and AAS, and I'm an alcoholic too. And my number is 626-253-2851. That's specific time. Thank you all.